Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Even If podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lowe, and of course, I am so glad that you are here. If you're new to the show, welcome. So very glad to have you. And if you have been around for a while, I am always glad that you are joining us again. The question for you today is this. Have you subscribed to the newsletter? If you have not, go to evenifpodcast.com, click on the link to subscribe to the newsletter. Why should you subscribe to the newsletter? Well, here's why. Because each week I send out an email, usually on Thursday or Friday, and I just share with you a few things about that week's episode, some thoughts that I've had, uh, sometimes things that just kind of get in my brain and I think about them a little bit. And so if you haven't already subscribed to the newsletter, please go ahead and do so. Also, if you have not rated and reviewed the podcast yet on Apple or Spotify, please be a gem and go do that, would you? Of course, it would just be such a blessing uh, if you could do that. I'd love it. And of course, if you are listening and you have not subscribed, please subscribe. Make sure you click that follow button so you never miss an episode. Okay, well, let's get started. If you have been listening this summer, we've been talking about what I've been calling conversation starters, and they're stories from my life, and we've just been letting them serve as a conversation starter for you and your own family or your small group or you and your kids or on a road trip, wherever you are. And so this week's story, we are heading to the beach, which is, by the way, one of my favorite places in the world to be. And so A couple of years ago, my family and I, we went on a beach vacation in Florida, uh, just the four of us and my husband and my two kids. And my son had been body surfing and he had been telling me, mom, you know, I'll teach you how. And y'all, I don't know if you know me very well, but I'm not the most coordinated human in the world. But you know what? I mean, when you're at the beach and you're just hanging out and what, I mean, you know, like what else? Like he was like, come on, come do it. And so I said, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay, you can teach me how to body surf, right? And he was like, oh, yeah, I can teach you. (laughs) It was as hilarious as you might imagine. I'll just leave it at that. So the surf happened to be pretty rough that day because there was a storm brewing like way south of us that was going to hit. We knew it was coming, but it was still several days away. And so my son, Cameron, and I are out there and we're in these waves that keep coming and he's teaching me how to body surf. And there were several good waves and I'd caught a couple of them and I was starting to get the hang of it a little bit. Um, Not really, but you know, humor me a little bit, whatever. I was so bad, but I was having a good time while I was doing it. But at one point my son caught a wave, but I didn't. So I was just kind of still hanging out there. And you know how you're doing, you're waiting for the next wave to come. And But there was this brief span where I realized that there weren't any waves coming. Like it was just real still for a minute. And you know that time where like you look around and there's there's waves to the left and there's waves to the right, but there wasn't anything coming my way. And so I got to look in at everybody else, you know, catching waves around me and being focused elsewhere. I didn't notice that a giant wave was coming my way until it was way, way too late. (laughs) And 
it hit me. I mean, like, wham, it hit me just totally unprepared. It threw me, you know, underwater, slammed me underwater. My glasses went flying, knocked off my glasses. It threw me underwater. I mean, my sinuses were clear and I had bathing suit in areas of my body. I didn't know bathing suits could go. Anyways, it was, it was bad. (laughs) So, I mean, that wave hit me so hard and so fast. And just, I mean, I remember, I mean, I was so like kerfluffled for lack of a better word. I just kind of sputtered my way back to the beach, like to the shore. And so I get back to the shore and I'm fairly certain my family was getting a good chuckle out of this because A, watching me body surf, which was not really body surfing. I think I was just, I don't know what I was doing. Anyways, it was bad. But my family getting a good chuckle out of me. And then I laid there on the beach trying to collect myself a little bit before I got up and find wherever it was I'd left my pride and dignity. (laughs) But anyways, and I got to the shore. And then, you know, later I started thinking about it. And like, I was looking at everybody else catching waves. And I was just floating along, no wave in sight for me, but I was looking at everybody else. And like that, I think about how often do we look around at what other people are doing, like in life, not necessarily just at the beach, but how often are we looking at other people's successes instead of just being okay where we are or using that time to prepare for the next season or the next quote unquote wave? But, you know, sometimes in life, you're riding those waves of success in life, and and maybe life is really good. And, you know, maybe your job or school or you've been working on a personal goal of, you know, getting in better shape and whatever it is, things are going your way and you're on top of your game or you're on top of the world, so to speak. But sometimes you hit a lull like I did. And I was waiting in there in the ocean, waiting for that wave, the next wave to hit. And. I've been in real estate for about 12 years. Got my real estate license back when my kids went to school full time. And so I think about real estate and how this analogy applied to my real estate career. And it really kind of spoke deep into me about this because real estate is notoriously unpredictable. And although I've been pretty fortunate that not to have a ton of lulls, I did on occasion, especially in my early career, you know, it just happened. You'd end up with, you know, not a lot of business or you wouldn't have anything under contract or, you know, whatever it was. But in 2016, I remember it was crazy. It was at that point the busiest, most productive year I had ever had. It was, man, I was selling houses like hotcakes. For some reason, I had a ton of business. And I was on top of the game. And I, you know, you you have those moments in your life where you're just like, wow, wow, all of this is going my way. And it was. But <laughs> right after that, so that was 2016. So in 2017, I mean, I went from having all the business in the world to my business was slower than I had ever been since my first year, when your first year is usually super slow anyways. And so I was dead and for no reason. It wasn't like something bad had happened. Just for whatever reason, I had very little business. And, you know, in those times when we have those seasons 
we have the opportunity to see things with more clarity. And I think whenever we have these seasons, these I call them like lulls or waiting seasons, we can examine what was working, maybe revamp what wasn't working. And, you know, spiritually speaking, it's in these places where I think we tend to hear the Lord more clearly. You know, when things are busy, when my business was busy and everything was good, it's not that I don't look for the Lord in things. It's that there is something about a time when you slow down, that you sit still, and you hear better. I can't hear as well when I'm running. And I tend to run like a wild woman and not slow down if given the option. And I suspect you might be that way too. And you know what? If you're riding a big wave right now and you are enjoying the fruit of your hard work, you know what? Good for you. You've worked hard. Enjoy the season you're in. But if you're in between waves or if you haven't quite caught one yet, you know, I believe that the Lord still holds something for you in this season. And just to clarify, we aren't just talking about success here. Now, I mean, I've used the analogy of real estate, but those waves could represent anything. I mean, maybe you're looking around at everybody and maybe everybody's buying a house, but you're just barely making your rent and getting your student loans paid. Or maybe everybody around you is having kids, but you know what? That struggle with infertility is still continuing month after month. It's easy to look to the right and to the left at what everybody else is doing and either get frustrated or jealous or just begin to wonder, like, what's wrong with me or why hasn't this happened for me yet? I love Ecclesiastes 3.1, where it says that for everything, there is a season and a time for every activity under heaven. I love that verse. That verse has given me nourishment in my soul many a times. There are seasons of life, you know, and that one has given me so much encouragement over the years because as tempting as it is to look to the right and to the left at other people around us, I believe every season has a purpose. And I mean, that's what the Bible tells us, but these seasons hold purpose for us. And if you're in a season of waiting or a quiet lull kind of a season right now, and you may not be right now with summer and having kids in your house running around if you're still a parent with kids at home, but those quiet seasons of life give us a respite, don't they? And maybe maybe this is a good analogy in that, You know, summer is often a respite from those busy routines that the fall and the spring hold with kids in school. And for example, even my daughter, when she was a senior in high school, y'all, seniors, nobody tells you how busy as a parent it is to have a senior child until you're walking through it your senior year. Your kids, they have activities from August until prom and graduation and parties. And it was just a flurry all year of activity. And don't get me wrong, I would not trade it. I mean, please, it was a wonderful, wonderful season. But honestly, this past year with just having my son here at the house, and it was a slower pace of life. I didn't realize how much of a break I needed and how wonderful it's been to just slow down just a smidge. 
Because I think the biggest thing is that we are tired. We are so exhausted. And maybe you're like me, you have been grinding and being, I call it being scrappy. I'm definitely a scrappy person. I don't mind hard work. I don't mind digging in and putting in the effort and grinding away to get things going. And maybe that's you. Maybe you have been grinding for so long that you are just bone tired. And in that case, if you find yourself in a season of waiting or a season of rest, well, sweet friend, dude, just enjoy it. Like embrace this season. Because if I have learned anything, anything in life, it is this. Seasons change. And the other one in the words of the wise Darius Rucker, it won't be this way for long. (laughs) And so if you found yourself in a season of waiting or in a quiet season, use the season to prepare. Lean into what the Lord is teaching you, where you are, what you're doing. I love what John Wooden said, when the opportunity comes, it's too late to prepare. And that will preach, my friends, that will preach. And so when the opportunity comes, it's too late to prepare. And I think that that's a word for all of us, because before you know it, that next wave, that next wave is coming. And if you're looking to the right or to the left, you're either going to get slammed and end up with your underwear and cracks you didn't intend for them to be in, or you're going to end up missing the opportunities that God was presenting for you. And so I think that it's just this learning to let go. It's a control thing, I think, of trying to always be on top of your game or always be in these seasons of go, 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 when sometimes we need that slowdown. If you haven't ever read the book, When the Heart Waits by Sue Monk Kidd, It is a terrific book. And I read it once every couple of years. It's not a book you need to read every year, but it's one that I read every now and then because I pick up something new from it every time I read it. And she talks about what it's like to wait on the Lord and what it's like in the seasons of waiting. And I have learned so much from that book and from what she's shown me through that one. It's been a really good one. So if you haven't read that one and you're in a season of waiting and you just need some encouragement, I would encourage you to go get that one. And so, okay, but now it's your turn. So when was the last time you were in a season of waiting? When was the last time you were in a lull? What was going on? What did it look like? And looking back, if you're out of that season now, what about that season did the Lord show you Or how did he grow you up in that and prepare you for the next season? Those are your questions today. And so I will put all of those questions in the show notes. So if you'd like to use it, you know, as a conversation starter with your small group or your family, you can. But I think that that about wraps it up for us today. I sure have enjoyed being here with you guys And I'd love to hear more about where you're sharing these, or if you're in a waiting season and you want to share that with me, just shoot me an email. It's info at evenifpodcast.com. And you can always find me there, or you can find me on Facebook or Instagram. We're always posting over there. You can go find us and follow those. If you would like, you can find those in the show notes too. So thanks for being here, guys. And good Lord willing, I will see you next week.